welcome to the Garden Angelus, where we talk about flowers, veggies, and all the best dirt. I'm Dean Ash from Oklahoma, Guthrie, Oklahoma. And I'm Carol Michael. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, Dee. Hello, Carol. It's so nice to see you. Nice to see you today. Maybe for our very first podcast, we should explain what a Garden Angelus is. Well, a Garden Angelus uh, is a word that I came up with that means an evangelist for gardening. Oh, that that pretty much explains it. So we like to spread the good word about gardening to everybody. Oh, I get it. Like the good book, only it's the good word in this case. The good gardening. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Okay, so shall we talk about, what are we going to talk about first? Since we say flowers, should we talk about flowers? Sure. Hey, Dee, do you have all your bulbs planted yet? No, Carol, I do not, but I live further south than you because, you know, I don't usually plant mine until around Thanksgiving. You plant and yours about now, right? I, I'm done. I'm hardiness zone, USDA hardiness zone 6A. Where are you in? And I am U.S. hardiness zone 7A, so I'm a whole zone warmer than you are. And I'm a little envious of that, i got to tell you, but really? not the winds and the dreaded heat that you have. I was going to say, do you miss the heat? I mean, the heat's awesome. (laughs) No, no. But there are a few plants that I try to grow that die because I'm 6A, not 7A. Yeah, well, there's a few plants we all try to grow that die. That's part of it, isn't it? Right. So So I did plant all my bulbs. My goal every year is to get everything, all the bulbs in the ground by Halloween. And I, I did that. I was done the day before Halloween because it was in the 60s, and it was sunny, and I pushed forth, and uh, this spring I should have another 2,100 flowers blooming in my garden, because that's how many bulbs I planted. in your yard? Don't you plant some in your front yard? Uh, Believe it or not, I planted all of these in the backyard this time. Uh, Well, 1,500 of them were uh, crocuses, and... What's Gloria the Snow, which I pronounce Chionodoxa, and I think you say Chionodoxa. Yeah, and since no one is here from Rome to tell us we are doing it absolutely wrong, it doesn't matter so much, does it? It doesn't. So I planted 1,500 in my lawn, and I've been doing that for about seven or eight years, so I think there are close to 8,000 bulbs in the lawn itself. Okay, so here, before everybody, I can just hear people all over the news, what will we say, all over the waves, the podcast waves, they're all passing out now, because they think these are hard to plant. Why don't you explain about that? Well, these are small bulbs, and I get them, you know, about an inch or two down under the grass. I basically have this really long trowel, it's called a rockery trowel, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of sharp, and I just jab it in, pull it back, drop a little bulb behind it, and the bulbs are no bigger than the tip of my thumb pull it out, pat it, and move on. Yeah, and it's I, pretty fast. I, I go I've at a pretty fast rate. So our advice for anybody who wants to grow bulbs outside that are small, just do that stab and plant method. Don't, stab don't go plant. to all that trouble of planting three times deeper, you know, deeper than the bulb, that whole, yeah. I honestly don't do that with a lot of my bulbs because, like, here are tulips. Tulips don't overwinter in Oklahoma most of the time. Anyway, so I just dig a hole and plant them, and I don't worry about the depth. It's not yeah. that big a deal where I live. Hey, I have been planting bulbs. 
What have you planted? Yeah, tell me what you planted. planted. I've planted all of mine indoors so far. I have um, hyacinth faces, and I did a little story on Instagram, one of those Insta stories about all my antique hyacinth faces. And, you know, those, you just take them and you put the hyacinth bulb inside the vase, put the water up to where the water just, the bulb can smell the water is what people say. Don't put the bulb in the water or you'll have a rotten bulb and that'll be gross. Believe me, I've done it. And so then I just stick them all in the fridge and let them sit there for about eight weeks. And I can tell when to bring them in because the tops of the bulbs will grow just about mm, half an inch. And then I bring them inside and I enjoy them all winter. I've been doing that. And amaryllis bulbs, um, those you don't have to force, so you don't have to have that cold period, as you know. So you just plant those, cover them with some rocks, and set them in a windowsill. Can't get any easier than that. No, it can't. Hey, in past years, you and I have ordered pre-chilled Lily of the Valley pips to force in January. Are you going to get some more this year? You know, I've been trying to decide. I have this beautiful pot to put them in that was thrown by Ben Wolf, who is Gunnar's okay, th- son. Okay, then you're going to get them. So am I going to go get them? Are you? Yeah. They're yes, I'm going to get them. They're not cheap, but they're beautiful and they smell good. But, uh, you know, if you if you price them and you say, well, if I go to the grocery store or to a flower store and I buy a decent bouquet, I mean, that's going to cost you, I don't know, $20, $30 for something really nice. And so when you compare that to a really beautiful pot of Lily of the Valley blooming in January and you put a little green moss around the bottom to kind of dress it up, yeah. I think it's beautiful and well worth the price. Yeah. Or sprinkle some wheatgrass seeds around, yes. you know, the soil. So it has, so it looks like the Lily of the Valley is growing out of the wheatgrass yeah all of that's really beautiful and i think it's a great thing to do so yeah i'll probably go buy them in fact probably right. as soon as i get off here yeah we we should tell people um there's only one place i know where you can buy them let's wait until our next podcast to tell people that one place to make sure we get ours first. <laughs> sounds good to me <laughs> that's funny oh well you know so uh, my goal with my tulips that i planted this year i'm really aiming towards Easter, which is April the 21st. So I wanted to have, hopefully these tulips will be in a big flush of bloom then because I host, I host the world's best family Easter egg hunt in my back garden. And so I like to have a lot of flowers back there. I did that for years too. I didn't call it that, but yeah, I hosted Easter. It was a lot of fun. Well, you can't call it that because there's only one. It's only you. That's right. Yeah. Only I can have the greatest. You could have the second greatest. I want everyone to notice that, well, they can't notice because they can't see us, but we're both wearing green today in yes. honor of our first podcast. Yay. Yay. So, speaking yes. of greens, makes me think of greens. Greens, like lettuce, is your veg- card, kale. Is your vegetable garden all done? Um, no, it's not all done. It should be. You know, I think what I've decided I'm going to do is put some kale and some spinach because those are my two favorite greens for winter time. I think I'm going to put them in my um, cold frames because my cold frames are a little warmer. I've kind of waited too late to do them in my regular beds. So what about you? Yeah, it is too late. I have one pot of lettuce still on the back patio, which I can go and snip a few leaves to put on a sandwich every day. That makes me happy. Doesn't that but make you happy? It and does. And you could do that inside too. You know, if someone yeah. wanted to do that under lights, they could make their own salad bowl. That was in my book, actually. Tell us about your book, Dee. (laughs) 
I wrote a book. It's been a while. It was 2014, the 2030-something Garden Guide. And in it, there was a project where you took a great big bowl and you scattered red and green, yellow, red and green, yellow lettuce leaves, seeds, and they came up in a spiral. It was very pretty. But oh, that sounds I know, nice. I think you have two books out. I do. I have Potted and Prune, Living a Gardening Life, which came out in 2017. And I have Homegrown and Handpicked, A Year in a Gardening Life, which came out this year. And both of them are humorous and lighthearted essays on gardening. Which also teach people a few things while they're making them laugh. Hopefully it teaches them to laugh a little bit in the garden, yes. You better laugh. We all take gardening way too seriously, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, we do. Stuff dies. It's okay. So what veggies, are you going to grow any other veggies this year? Well, I've got, I I get in these moods and I go out and I have all these microgreen seeds. They're packaged Mm -hmm. for microgreens. And I'm going to grow some of those inside, and, and that's really simple. You, you sow the seeds. You wait until, like, the first true leaves come up, and it's like kale and spinach and radishes, broccoli, uh, celery. It's all kinds of stuff. And then you just cut those off, rinse them, and you can put them onto salads. You could put them on a sandwich. And they're yeah, supposed I like to be, them on sandwiches. They're good they're for They're supposed you. to be, yeah, better for you nutrition-wise than the full-grown equivalent. Nice. Well, I, I have never really... No, that's not true. I did grow some... Yeah, I have grown them before. It's They're delicious and they're easy. So another fun thing to grow, fun winter activity. If you're not forcing bulbs, growing pips. Or, yes. Yeah, or that anything would be good. else, you could do that. Yeah. So do you have any dirt for me today? It's time I do for have some dirt. dirt. I, have some, I have some dirt for you. I found something out. So... Uh, I found out there was a study done by the Royal Horticultural Society that plants really do, ooh, it was, plants really do respond to people talking to them. Yes, they do. And not just that they responded, they did a test with tomato plants, but they actually grew a lot better when women talked to the plants rather than men. That's interesting. And uh, the ones... The tomato plants in complete silence did not do as well as those that were talked to by men, and those didn't do as well as those talked to by women. And then they found that some plants even did worse than the silent ones when some men talked to them. So, well, were the men mean to the plants, or did they? Just, I don't know. I wonder if it has something to do with high pitched sound versus um, low pitched sound. But you know, they probably didn't test for that. They they probably didn't. You know, the other thing they did, and I'm not doing this. I, I do crazy things in my garden, but I'm not doing this. They actually put the headphones around the pot of the plant. Hmm. So it's not like somebody just went into a greenhouse and started talking. Oh, what pretty green leaves you have. They actually like read books and stuff to them with headsets on their pots. So... I think it has to do with uh, the know, vibrations. That's going to, I think that goes a little to the extreme and maybe, you know, just going over and while you water your plants, tell them how pretty they look and they'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, I don't want to be out in the garden with headsets wrapped around my <laughs> tomato plants and a neighbor look over the fence and like, what are you doing? They'll think you're yeah. weird. They'll just <laughs> confirm that they knew where the crazy gardening lady lived and they just have more evidence. <laughs> so. so I got some dirt for you too. Okay, tell me about your dirt. Okay, so um, my bulbs, I used to plant tulips in my front, in my front border. Uh-huh. And um, eventually 
some creatures came and ate said tulips. Even though I put daffodils around them because, you know, narcissus bulbs are poisonous, so things don't mess with them, blah, blah, blah. Well, so this year I was thinking about it, and then I had something eat the bottom of a shrub in that front bed. So needless to say, I am not going to be putting tulips out there. I'm putting them in a totally different place where I don't have voles. Apparently I have voles. And I learned something this spring how to remember whether you have a vole problem or a mole problem. And Tell me about you, that. And if it's a vole problem, it's V for vegetable because they eat vegetation. Moles eat grubs, so it's M for meat. Moles eat grubs. Meat. I thought, wow, that's a great way to remember it. There you go. Well, that is good because I know that I've had both voles and moles. Me too. I have moles too. Don't get me wrong. I got both. But when I picked up that one shrub, they had just eaten the bottom of it in a great big circle. And I was like, oh, well, great. I have those two now because, you know, I don't have enough difficult things to deal with in the garden. So one of my readers, I can't remember who it was, she told me that. And I thought, man, that's a great way so that you don't mix up and actually accidentally say that moles ate the bottom of your plant. Moles might dig up your plant, leave it there to die, but they don't usually eat it. They are ugly, too. Yeah, they are ugly. Well, I don't think voles are real pretty either. No. They're ugly, ugly creatures. I'm not sure why they're here. Yeah. But that's Hailless another topic. Mice. Hey, and speaking of planting tulips... Another thing to alert you to that I, I found out um, through one of our garden writing colleagues is they've been doing studies at Cornell University, and all that advice about planting your tulip bulbs like eight inches deep or six yeah, inches deep. that we talked forget, about earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah, forget it, forget it, forget it. They're okay. actually finding you plant them uh, less deep but put a layer of mulch over them, and they'll do much better, and they'll, they may perennialize on you. That's the thing about tulips around here, the hybrids. Mm-hmm. They don't come back reliably year to year. They don't hear either. Right. So I don't have the particulars about the depth, but if somebody were to Google Cornell University tulip planting study, I think they would find that study that explains what they did and what they looked at and some recommendations, some new recommendations on bulb, tulip bulbs especially. That's very it'll interesting. Make, it'll make it much easier to plant them if you don't have to dig that deep, deep hole. Yeah, I quit doing that years ago. I don't have yeah. time for that. And right. besides, and you, sometimes it doesn't get that cold here. So you need certain cold to make tulips and hyacinths do well. And so I just plant them wherever. The truth is the best thing for Oklahoma, the easiest thing to grow is narcissus, daffodils. But there you there, go. that's another whole show. It is. We could do a whole so, show on narcissus. Yes. Yeah, that'd be kind of self-serving, though, wouldn't it? Narcissus. Oh, yeah. like a narcissist. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> anyway, we should tell people that are new to our... Everybody would be new to our podcast, since this is the first one, that if they have suggestions or questions or just want to say, hey, they can email at us at, email us at thegardenangelist at gmail.com. Now, is that garden angelus plural or singular? Plural. The plural. garden angelus. Me and D, too. Okay. Uh, at gmail. On, yeah, at gmail.com. We are on Instagram as the garden angelus. Just getting that we're, going. And we're on Facebook. Garden angelus on Facebook. I'm sorry, the garden angelus on Facebook. And then on Twitter, I think it's garden angelus. If you do a search for garden angelus, you'll find our one tweet. But we'll, we'll be out there more. 
Yeah, we're going to get more and more podcasts because we have lots of things to talk about. And since we talk to each other all the time anyway, we might as well talk to everybody else at the same time. Exactly. So what's your weather going to be like this weekend, Dee? Uh, this weekend, uh, tomorrow it's cold and we get rain again, which Oklahoma's had, we're 30 inches above normal for rain this year. So That's instead incredible. of getting like 35, I think we have 65 inches. It's ridiculous. But, but I never complain about rain because nope. a lot of years I get no rain at all. So um, I think it rains tomorrow and then this, then after that it's better because today is Friday. I got to get my tulips in the ground. Well, since I've got my tulips in the ground tomorrow, believe it or not, in Indianapolis, I think it's going to be sunny, and it hasn't rained today, although I emptied four inches out of the rain gauge earlier this morning, so I'm going to start raking up leaves and piling them up on my vegetable garden, because uh, tomorrow's supposed to be sunny, and then I think on Sunday, Sunday we get Oklahoma rain. Oh, well, good for you. Um, I think my son and I are going to go get all all the leaves off the lawn. Because I, while I leave the leaves in place for all the insects over in the corners, I don't put them on the front lawn because they'll smother out that fescue. So I got to do that this weekend. We have a big leaf shredder. And that, he and I will do that together. It takes two people. Yeah. I think a lot of people coast to coast, well, maybe not in California. They don't have lawns much out there anymore. A lot of people will be working on their lawns this weekend trying to get leaves off of them and start getting ready for winter. It's almost time. Yeah. So, Dee, I think that's today's podcast. You got anything I else think, you want to offer? Nope, I think that wraps it up. We'll do another one probably next week, right? You bet. Um, and in the meantime, like we said, email us at thegardenangelist at gmail.com with any suggestions or topics or questions. And we'll oh, take and if you want to subscribe, we have a website. And also you can subscribe to us on iTunes and several other places. So just look for our little microphone. Our little there microphone. You go. It's microphone, cute. Microphone with the leaves coming out of it. Yep, logo. Okay. So look for that, and please subscribe. All right. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye, Dee. Goodbye. See you in the garden, everyone. Bye. Bye.